Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Erica. And I'm Abby. Today, we're going to tell you about the disappearance of Lori Ann Boffman. So pour yourselves a strong cup of joe, and let's dive in. In 2006, Lori Ann Boffman was living in Girard, Ohio. At the time, she was 45 years old and had three children. On August 5th, around 6.30, she left her home and was driving without her purse, medicine, or ID with her. She was on medication for diabetes and some unspecified mental disorder. She had a friend in the car with her and Lori supposedly started driving super erratically, so much so that the friend was nervous and asked Lori to pull over and let her out. Okay, here's the thing. I would be getting out of the car a lot. (laughs) Erica drives like a maniac. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I I claim to be a good driver, but... (laughs) A lot of people tell me I'm not the greatest driver. I've got a little bit of a lead foot. I claim to be one, she said. Imagine a race car driver in like a demolition derby. That's me. (laughs) Right there. That's me. It's a good one. And Abby's never once asked to be let out of my car. (laughs) Actually, maybe she... That's a lie. She definitely has. Because sometimes when she's not feeling super well and I'm driving like an insane person... I do get sick. She gets a little nauseous. But anyways, I... She had to have been driving pretty crazy, I think, in order for the friend to ask. Yeah, you know, that really is telling to what was going on. It seems like something was up with Lori and she was... Obviously, she didn't always drive like this because if she did, her friend probably would have gotten a car with her to begin with. However, some reason, this day, she was driving a little crazier and her friend asked her to pull over and let her out. Is it possible she was, like, under the influence of something? Did the friend know? I have no idea. It doesn't sound like it, but I also don't know. I do know earlier that day they had a family picnic that they attended, and she had actually won $1,000 in the lottery the day prior. A little jealous of that. After her friend got out of the car, she continued on. Her loved ones did state that she had been in a bad mood prior and that she was exhibiting unstable behavior. Lori Ann continued on and nobody saw her or saw any trace of her until the next morning at 5.30 a.m. Her 1992 Mercury Sable was found in the lawn of a library on the east side of Youngstown, Ohio, and it appeared to have been in some type of minor traffic collision however Lori was nowhere to be found was there anything in the car all they found in her vehicle was her glasses and some papers i'm not sure what the papers are though interesting her friends and family said this was very uncharacteristic of her and that Lori would never just take off on her kids she was a loving mother and very involved in their lives something else About the situation, prior to her disappearing, Lori had ordered $500 worth of food for a party. She never went and picked it up or paid for it. Do you know what kind of party it was? I'm not sure what the party was for, but it does kind of point to her not planning on leaving. 
At the time of the disappearance, as I said, Lori was 45 years old. She is between 5'8 and 5'9 and around 180 pounds. She does have diabetes and an unspecified mental disorder, which I know I mentioned earlier, but I just want to put it at the end of the episode so you guys can hear all the characteristics about her. Lori is an African-American female with black hair, brown eyes, and wears glasses and has a partial denture plate. She also has a scar on her abdomen and she had her hair in dreadlocks at the time of her disappearance. It's possible that she would maybe use the last name Stubbs as well as Boffman. If you have any information on the disappearance of Lori, you can contact the Federal Bureau of Investigation the Dallas, Texas office at 972-559-5315. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. 